So Treasury running up a red flag this morning over infrastructure comes from their 2022 investment statement. Our current infrastructure gap is set to widen if nothing changes with a $210 billion bill. Also, we don't get value for money with our investments and have one of the worst records of all developed economies at delivering infrastructure. Chief Executive of the New Zealand Infrastructure Commission, Ross Copeland's with us on this. Ross, morning to you. Good morning, Mike. Having watched Transmission Gully and Get Wellington moving, not moving, I'm not surprised, are you? Well, there's challenges everywhere, aren't there? And, and that's really, we've been working on this 30-year strategy and we've highlighted that, you know, the, the gap is large. We've underinvested relative to our OECD peers. And when we are making investments, we're not necessarily making the right ones. Uh, and in some cases, we're seeing the productivity of the sector actually declining over the last couple of years. See, I look at Wellington, get the Get Wellington Moving program. There is more money being spent on consultants than there is in actual construction. How does that actually happen? Well, we've sort of worked ourselves into this idea that um, business casing is more than an investment decision. But at the end of the day, it is about getting to a place where we're making an investment decision to proceed or not and to evaluate options. But in a lot of cases, we're seeing that business case process is, is used to kind of churn projects to keep them on ice um, while other options are considered. And frankly, it, it has got incredibly expensive and it's disproportionate to the outcomes we're seeking. The cost of doing stuff, is this country unique in the fact it's so expensive or do all countries struggle with that? No, there are some unique factors in New Zealand. We've been having a look at some benchmarks internationally and we are performing quite poorly, even by uh, developed country standards. Some of that is our geography. We're a long, skinny country. It's quite hard to move things around and we're at the other end of the world as far as supply chains go. We also don't make a whole lot of stuff here, so we're typically reliant on international prices and over the last couple of years we've seen particular pressure on those supply chains with disruption coming from COVID-19 related restrictions at ports and and borders. Any of it going to change? We think so. We think um, there's an appetite to change. We're seeing the balance sheet separation of the water entities for example uh, having some promise in terms of their ability to raise capital and start investing. But we need the, the resources, the workforce, um, to actually build this stuff. You know, New Zealand, you, your last story there just about the net outflows is a real concern of ours. We've still got a wages gap of around 30% for trade-trained staff to the eastern seaboard of Australia. And the infrastructure deficit on the, the other side of Australia there is outrageous. They're talking in the hundreds of billions of dollars of pipeline. Um, here in New Zealand, we've got a, a pipeline tool that we run looking at the aggregate investment intentions right across government and local government. And we can see that there's about $65 billion of board spending over the next five years planned that doesn't include projects like Auckland Light Rail yet, um, which is still going through that detailed business case phase. So when we add that up, there's something in the order of $100 billion there over the next five years. So it's, it's definitely spending happening or at least there's spending that's been signalled. Ross, appreciate your insight very much. Ross Copeland, the Chief Executive of the New Zealand Infrastructure Commission. Glad John raised it and glad he raised it as well. I did an editorial on it earlier on this week. If you think that losing people overseas, if you think that going backwards as a population is a good thing, uh, you're not born. We're in deep, deep trouble in this country.